If you are a visually gifted listener, you are noting right now that I look just a little bit different. Yes, I have some stupid Merlin hat on my head that my wife is forcing me to wear today because it's my birthday. But the bonus is, because it's my birthday, we get to talk about whatever the hell I want. What is that going to be? I'm not sure yet. So go ahead, get in your seat, buckle your seatbelt. This is the Soul of Wisdom. You'll find out just as soon as I figure it out what we're going to talk about. But here we go. Greetings and welcome. It is your favorite wizard here today. <laughs> this is the Soul of Wisdom. It is my birthday. Happy birthday to me. And with me, as always, my beautiful birthday bonus. Hi. Producer wife, Bethy. Hi. Hi. So if you were following on uh, a show that we did this week, we were debating back and forth uh, as to how we should handle the Friday episode, which is my birthday episode. And... You suggested I wear a stupid hat. Yes. I suggested that we roll reverse and you host the show and I be the producer husband. And I said no. A and we compromised and I'm wearing this stinking hat. <laughs> yeah. So, you it, know. It was either the one that looked like a wizard or this like unicornish looking thing. I don't know. I was kind of digging on the princess unicorn thing, but you bought this one. Well, I don't think the other one would have fit your head though. I do have a big friggin' head. You do have a big head. Boom. Okay, so if you are on the visually ungifted side, if you are a podcast listener, um, it's be like thankful. a Mer it's like a be Merlin thankful. hat. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's that like wizard <laughs> stuff going on. There's like pretty tinsel around it. It's got like holographic um, stuff on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess it could be worse, um, but I don't know how. I could have put stickers all over it. Well, it it kind of looks like it has stickers, anyways fair you know i you, if you put stickers on this it would just cover up the crazy that's already on it and that sounds unfair to me what would have been perfect is if i put a dumpster fire sticker on it that would have been perfect you know what i ought to put this hat on the dumpster fire for the next episode maybe <laughs> we'll go. do that so it burns up so anyways hi uh you can and you should because it's my birthday here's what i want for my birthday okay 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 Dear listeners, you can email me birthday at soulwisdom.com. That's birthday at S-O-U-L-E wisdom.com. And you can wish me a happy birthday. That would be nice of you. So you should do that. And then I'm going to ask for a gift that costs you nothing. You can like, subscribe, share, leave feedback. If you're on a podcast platform that allows that sort of thing, do all that stuff. I think that's fair. It is my birthday. It doesn't cost you a thing to do those things, and it benefits the show. Yeah. Everybody wins. That's true. I like it. That like should it happen. Too. Sneaky. I know. You can also visit us, soulwisdom.com. There you will find our various business ventures. You will find our teachable course on how to run a profitable Etsy shop. We have gotten very good feedback on the course from the people who have enrolled thus far. You should check it out. Uh, as well, our tip jar is available there if you'd like to support the show. Yay. Yay. So it is my birthday, but sadly, what's the one thing that we can't do? Oh, there's, is there like a tassel on this thing? Yep, on the top. Damn. All right. Luckily, <laughs> I, luckily the way the camera goes, it kind of cuts off the top of this thing. I actually lowered my seat as far as I can go um, <laughs> to get as much of this monstrosity in as I could. But luckily it cuts off the top of the thing. So if I don't bob too much, you don't have to put up with the tassel. Okay. Anyways. 
What was I going to say? The one thing we can't do for oh, your birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bethy, tell them what the one thing that we can't do on this show for my birthday. We can't sing you happy birthday. No. No, I'm going to start out this. By the way, this show is going to be whatever the hell I want to talk about. Because <laughs> it's my birthday and y'all can deal with it. Okay. All right. But that should be entertaining, though. Yeah, maybe. Well, we're going to start by going to Mr. Browser. If you're on the visually gifted side, the rest of you play along. Listen to the sound of my voice. This from Dunner Law, your IP anchor, it says. I don't know what that means, but DunnerLaw.com. Check them out, whatever it is they do. Anyways, do you, I need to pay someone to sing happy birthday to you? Turns out, yes, you do. Technically. Uh, it goes on to tell a story about how the song is traced back to two sisters who created in the 1890s. Uh, and then Warner Chappelle Music uh, bought it. Uh, or no. I'm sorry, Warner Chamel Music is a subsidiary of the Warner Music Group. And then in 1988, Warner Chappelle acquired a smaller music group for $25 million, and that smaller music group held the rights to the song. So if you've ever wondered why it is that in, um, in like uh, movies and uh, TV and such, you rarely hear them sing Happy Birthday. It's because they don't want to pay for it. That's why. Now, I don't know if you are aware of this, dear listener, but they have these wonderful bots on YouTube, especially, that will like immediately crawl anything that you upload and look for copyright infringements. And uh, I do know that people have been dinged for happy birthday, which is the stupidest friggin' thing on the planet. Yeah. It, it boggles... It, there are a lot of these different businesses, the music industry and whatnot, and... Uh, a lot of them that just don't play fair when it comes to independent creators, especially on places like YouTube. Uh, the, the copyright stuff they throw out and the strikes they try to get. Basically what happens if they put a copyright claim on your video, they get any money that the video makes. Yeah. So, you know, they're really taken from the small guy. I know um, Warner Brothers, yeah, it's same Warner Music, same idea. Warner Brothers is really famous for that with their uh, movie stuff. Like, you can't even play clips of a trailer to review the trailer without them putting a strike on it and taking your money. It should be fair use. No, it should be fair use. Anybody can take this video and do whatever they want with it as long as they don't, you know, do something that's, like, illegal. Yeah. But, you know, our stuff's all fair use. Most everything is fair use. It's supposed to be fair use as long as you're offering commentary. Yeah. But no, they'll do it. And generally, from what I understand, I've never played around with with trying to monetize something from, you know, Warner. But from what I understand with their movie stuff, you can generally get that appealed. But by the time the appeal is done, if your channel is of any size, they've already made all the money. Yeah. You're not going to get it back. No. And, so. you know, the majority of your views happen within the first couple of days. Yep. So... Yep, nope, they, they totally know how to uh, how to rob from you. God bless them. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, we're going to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. And I don't remember what I wanted to talk about first. Uh, so I'm going to pull up Mr. Browser and we'll see what it says. Okay, I thought I thought you had a something on In-N-Out. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. Well, I see I put something different in Mr. Browser because I had to pull up that law article. Oh. About okay. the happy birthday thing. 
but I've changed it now, theoretically, maybe. Let's see what... Oh, yeah, look at that. In and out. Okay. Yay. <laughs> I remembered. Can I sing, like, birthday happy to me? If I reverse the words, would that keep it? No, because it's probably the tune. What if we did it like, um, like death metal? But that'd yeah. probably blow out people's ears. Yeah, don't do that. We could rap it. I could Dr. Seuss it. So well, many options. We can contemplate it. We got a couple months until my birthday. Oh, that's right. Yes. So the producer wife's birthday is exactly two months from mine. Mine is October 29. Hers is December 29. We do have a few years in between us, however. Yes. A couple hundred. Not years. a hundred. You married an old man. No. I'm sorry about your luck. No. Anywho. <clears throat> um, I like this story, which is why we're going to talk about it, because I've been saying that people need to stand up against some of the crazy. And I am unapologetic for that. So if that offends you, sorry, it's my birthday. I must say what I want to say. And there's a whole bunch of crazy going on, some things that are probably over the top, questionable legally, all of that. And in and out, dear listeners, is taking a stand against something that they don't believe in. And I have to respect that. So California shuts down second In-N-Out location for defying, defying COVID rules. If you'll recall, we covered a week or so ago, the one in, what was it, Fisherman's Wharf? Yeah. Got shut down because they refused to check vaccination status of every person that walked in the door. They did eventually get everything opened back up except indoor eating. They still, like, their drive-through became operational again and stuff. Yeah, but um, I think from what I had read that that's not, um, that's not completely the case. There is a rumor that there are further complaints against them because they were still letting people dine in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so anyways, this article, uh, Northern California, oh, Fox Business, by the way. Northern California health officials shut down another In-N-Out restaurant location Tuesday for allowing indoor dining without checking patrons' proof of vaccination or negative COVID-19 test. Contra Costa County suspended the permit of In-N-Out located blah blah in Pleasant Hill after the business received an additional two citations. The In-N-Out location in Pinole and San Ramon also received violation notices Tuesday for violating the vaccine order. We refuse to become the vaccine police for any government, Arnie Wensinger, In-N-Out's chief legal and business officer, shot back in a statement reacting to the most recent closure, categorizing the move by county officials as intrusive, improper, and offensive government overreach. It is unreasonable, invasive, and unsafe to force our restaurant associates to segregate customers into those who may be served and those who may not, whether based on the documentation they carry or any other reason, he said. We fiercely disagree with any government dictate forcing a private company to discriminate against customers who choose to patronize their business. Okay, so before I get into that statement, do you remember the other day how customers was like capitalized in something and I pointed that out? Yeah. It, they do it again. Really? Okay. But then, but then it's lowercase. So it's inconsistent. I don't, I don't know. It's not a proper noun. It makes no sense. Oh, they capitalize associates too. Also not a, a proper noun. There's not a whole lot of rules that apply to grammar anymore. No. No. We're just kind of throwing all that out the window. 
Well, and, and we like, we've pluralized data, which is plural. So in, we, we were trained when I was in school anyways, to say like the data has shown. Now it's the data have. Yeah. Or you refer to the data as they instead of it. Yeah. I don't know. We're messing up language. Anyways, under Contra Costa County's order, which has been in effect since September 22, restaurants and other businesses operating indoors, such as bars and gyms, are required to check that all customers 12 and older, really, are fully vaccinated or have a negative coronavirus test within the past 72 hours. The Pleasant Hill location had repeatedly violated the order, received four citations over the past several weeks, and paid fines totaling 1750 before it shut down. The restaurant can appeal the suspension, but will remain closed until the hazard is abated. They have just flouted the law, and it was other residents who complained about them, and that is why the health department followed up and issued fines, the county said. They need to do what 99% of other restaurants are doing, follow the rules of public health and not be the exception. Meanwhile, nobody is checking vaccine status in 99.9% .9 of restaurants in Arizona. And we haven't had super spreader events. No. Weird. No, 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 no. So, where was it that I'm looking for something? Oh, yeah, yeah, This was my favorite. I'm going to point this out, and then I'm going to get off of Mr. Browser, and we can discuss Highlighted right here. Well, I tried to highlight it on the screen, but it moved on me. Well, it doesn't matter anyways. Stupid browser. Stupid browser. I, you know... It's all the pop-up ads. Yeah, Fox... Dear Fox Business and Fox News in general, stop with all your damn pop-ups and videos that launch automatically, because right now, you can't hear it, but right now I've got a video playing, playing in my headphones there now it's gone as i was saying <laughs> dear fox news and fox business stop with your auto launching videos and your pop-ups and everything else because you ruin a good semi-professional podcast yes stop it maybe we need to launch in brave i think brave blocks all that stuff okay i should try it all right all right what the hell was i saying you wanted to talk about the in and out thing. You oh, were yeah, going to yeah. highlight something. Yeah, no, what I was going to highlight was they were saying that they were, that in and out was, quote, and this is a quote from the county, was, quote, flouting the law. How is an edict or a dictate that's sent out a law? It's, it's not. not. That's the, that's the first problem that I see here is so many think that just because some government official says, this is what we're going to do, that it's law. Yeah. It's not law. Laws have a very specific way that they happen. They are debated by the appropriate body, and then they are voted upon, and then they are signed into law by the appropriate executive. That is how it works. Yep. Now, you can claim, well, the law gives this person the ability to do this, 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 or that. That is also debatable. It doesn't give them, you know, the uh, unlimited power to do whatever the hell they want. That is not how this rolls. But I'm personally <clears throat> very excited and very happy that In-N-Out is choosing to take a stand. And here's why. And I've said this before, and the producer wife, I believe, would agree. We are not against the jab in the arm if that is right for you. 
Correct. We are very much a talk to your doctor and find out what's right for you and then do that thing. Yep. <clears throat> That's how medical decisions have usually been made. Yeah. Last time I checked. Um, but now it's like do this or else. And we are we are just simply not fans of that. And it's got nothing to do with with the vaccine itself or the efficacy of it or anything. It has to do with uh, that we're not okay with somebody just saying you're going to do this and like it because that is just not how america rolls that's not how medicine rolls medicine isn't a cookie cutter thing where it works the same way on every single person either no so there's this um this person that i watch from time to time on youtube her name is sydney watson sydney i used to think was a dual citizen she actually has citizenship in three countries oh yeah, she is a citizen of Australia, the United States, and um, I think it's like Cyprus or something like that. Really? Yeah. I heard that the other day. Really weird. Anywho, Sydney did a, she put out a post on Twitter that, or a tweet, I guess you would call that, shorten that, Dan. Yeah. She tweeted, God, what's wrong with me, that um, she had gone to two different doctors the other day. So it's had like a regular doctor and a specialist and both of them were talking about the jab in the arm and one of them said that she should do it and the other one said that it was poison and she shouldn't do it. Interesting. So there's, you know, there, there's not a consensus. It's not 100% of doctors and scientists are in on this thing. Yeah. But again, that tells me that you have to make decisions for you based on the advice that you get. Talk it out. Weigh the pros and the cons. Get a second opinion, whatever. It's not the most crazy medical procedure in the world, but it is an irreversible one. So once you make that decision, you can't bring it back. But that's why I kind of believe that you should, you know, be able to make that decision. And that's why I like in and out because they're standing up and saying, no, we're not going to discriminate against people who have made the decision contrary to what those in power would like us to make. And they were right, too. They... I believe in this article they called it out as like a safety issue for their workers and stuff. And it well, totally I, is. I said that before. Their yeah. workers aren't bouncers. No. What if you get an angry customer, this, you know, little 16-year-old girl that they employed or even, I mean, girl doesn't matter, but we know as a general rule, girls tend to be a little bit weaker. But like if some big burly guy is like no i want to eat inside what's she gonna do push him back out of the door i mean that's just not logical yeah no it's it's totally stupid and um <clears throat> from what i understand too i've heard i've heard this from several people but the most prominent one that i heard say this was actually adam carolla he was saying and he lives in california so he's been subject to some of the show your whatnot yeah. right so he was saying that he's got a picture of the thing on his phone. And he went into a place the other day, and he used this as an example, and he said this is the rule, not the exception. You walk in, you hold up your phone, there's clearly a picture of your vaccine card on it, and they motion you past without you even breaking a stride. So nobody's really, even where they're checking, they're not yeah. really checking. So even where they're checking, they're not really checking. So you could say, well, then, Dan, why don't they just do that in and in out Just wave people through as long as, they... that's not the point. Yeah. The point is, in in and outs opinion, and I would tend to share the opinion, is that the government is asking you to discriminate. 
And last I knew, we had decided a long time ago that we weren't supposed to do that. Yeah. But, you know, everything that's old is new again, as they say. Well, so wasn't it we Australia are. that came out and said they've um, developed uh, a two-class system, those who are and those who are not yep. jabbed in the arm? And I forget which government official it was. I don't remember if it was a governor of a certain state or whatever down there. But one government official was actually, she actually said it out loud. Yeah. That, yes, somebody, a reporter asked her, is this essentially a two-tiered system? And she said, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, yay. So, good job, In-N-Out. You keep it up. You keep up the fight, and we'll keep ordering burgers from you because I like supporting businesses that actually, you know, believe in something. Yeah. Just my thought. Okie dokie. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to not eat peanut butter cups because we learned yesterday that I can't do that during a podcast. How about They're gummy banned bears? From the st- gummy bears? Yeah. Ooh. Give me one now. Give me, give me, give me. Don't worry, I won't eat it. But I am going to show the lovely, lovely, visually gifted listeners. These gummy are the, bears. These are the best gummy bears in the world. What brand are these? Oh, it starts with an A. Albanese or... Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Look for a gummy bear brand that starts with an A. They're wonderful. You should get some. I'm going to eat them. You're going to listen to some music. I'll try to find something birthday related if I can. And we'll be right back. I know they waiting on me. I know they waiting on me. The world is waiting on me. The world is waiting on me. Yeah, I know they waiting on me. I see them waiting on me. The world is waiting on me. Welcome back to the Soul of Wisdom. Merlin here. <laughs> Still like a damn wizard in this stupid hat. Uh, you know, marriage is supposed to be a compromise, but the truth of it is the compromise is just do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah, as Beth goes, yeah. She's like bobbing her head like, yep, you get it. You do. You've been trained well. We get along well. Yeah, because I just do whatever you want. <laughs> That's that's the secret, you know. Uh, whatever's mine is hers. Whatever's hers is hers. Whatever she says goes. All those important tips that keep a marriage happy. You picked your restaurant for the birthday dinner, though. I did pick my restaurant for the birthday dinner tonight, and I don't remember what the hell it is. Is it like Litchfields or something? Yeah. Okay. We've never been there before, but supposedly the food's good. And uh, I, I'm probably not going to, but I could even order a uh, $120 cowboy ribeye if I so chose. Yes. And I, I can't see myself paying $120 for a steak, even if it is my birthday. However, the sea bass looked interesting. You like sea bass. You I haven't do. had it in a long time. I have not, but I kind of am like Dr. Evil. Is it mutated sea bass? I hope it is. We'll find out. All right. Because I hear the mutated stuff's much tastier. Yeah. It's probably cheaper, too. Hmm? It's probably cheaper, too. Yeah, but does it have a freaking laser beam attached to its head? Probably not. Well, then maybe I'll get the chicken. (laughs) So, during break, I learned that with this stupid hat on my head, I can't lean back too far. 
or I poke Darth Vader in the eye. Um, and he, he can get a little pissy when you mess with him. <laughs> so I'm trying to lean forward more. Uh, visually gifted, you'll note that uh, over my left shoulder is a uh, Darth Vader Lego head. Yeah. Visually ungifted, you're missing out. You should be visually gifted sometime and check us out on YouTube or Rumble because we have all sorts of wonderful play things sitting behind me like uh, 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 International Space Station and some dinosaurs. And I'm kind of hiding it, so I'm going to move a little bit so you can see. There it is. There's the White House. And we staged the White House really cool because we've got, like, stormtroopers and stuff sitting on top protecting it. Yeah. And then um, and then we have, um, uh, what's this dude? Um, Mr. Toad. Toad. Yeah. We have Mr. Toad standing next to the dumpster fire and uh, a baby Yoda there because he'll probably eat the dumpster fire. And we have the... Um, the big pumpkin Lego head. We got all the cool stuff. We do. So if you are visually ungifted, you should visually gift yourself sometime. Check us out. Yeah. Reminder, birthday at soulwisdom.com. You should email me and wish me a happy birthday. Yeah. You should also like, you should subscribe, you should share, you should hit the notification, notification bell. bell. Yeah. If you're on Rumble, you should hit the little punchy thing. Yeah. Which I am told is a rumble. I think it's just very a creative. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a nice five-star review. See, these things are all important because they help the show get out there. The algorithms start to figure out that people are interested, and then they serve it up to more people. So we do our part. We post every day at just about the same time, and that makes us, you know, a real thing. Yeah. But then you doing your part uh, helps the show get in front of other people. And since it's my birthday and I'm asking you for a gift that costs nothing, I think you should just hook me up. I agree. I never ask for anything. I'm asking for this. Please do it. That is all. He doesn't ask for anything. I was even the one who said we should go out for your birthday because we never go out. <laughs> the only thing I've really asked for, I really can't do, or at least I won't do it. And that's that I want to go back racing. Yeah. So if you hadn't heard on a previous podcast, I believe I mentioned it, but... I used to race stuff, and then I went away from it for years and years. And a couple of years ago, um, you know, I just got a hankering to do it again. So I started racing these uh, indoor electric go-karts. And they're super fun. Um, they get up to just about 50 mile an hour. So you're hustling around this third of a mile track. It is a workout. It is demanding. I was super happy that after, like, two or three decades of not doing anything, I still had my fast hands. So that was cool. Uh, but then COVID happened and took it all away from me. And now to go back, we don't have mask mandates here in Arizona, except we have a lot of Native American reservations. And the track sits on a Native American reservation, and they, like, govern themselves. Yeah, they have a double mask mandate. Yeah. You have to put on two of the damn things. And I would still have to wear my helmet and my balaclava and my gloves and I'm not going to dress up like the Michelin man and suffocate myself to go racing. So, I still can't race. And it's making me angry because off camera where you can't see, my helmet continues to sit on a shelf. And I look at it and I go, this sucks. But at some point I have to take a stand on things I believe in too. Yeah. And one mask, you know, we can discuss that. But two and my balaclava, and my helmet, I wouldn't breathe. 
Especially when you go to the grocery store. And I don't know how it is in other states where all the listeners are. But at least here, and maybe it's because there aren't a whole lot of mask mandates in place. There are for workers, though, and pretty much everywhere. But if you go to the grocery store, the workers don't even try. They're pretty much like on their chin. It's oh, like yeah. on their face, but it's not covering any part of their face anymore. One dude was wearing his like an armband. He's like, I'm wearing a mask. He will not get arm COVID. No. That's the good news. Yeah, whatever. The world's weird. Yeah. I don't care. It's my birthday. I want to have fun. All right. What's up next? Uh, I want to talk about phthalates. And you're going to sneeze. I stopped it. Okay. I was ready to hit the dump <laughs> button for you. No, I stopped it. All right. That was really... I said phthalates, and all of a sudden, producer wife was like, oh, like covering her mouth all up, and it looked like her face was going to explode. So I thought we might have to pause the show for a minute. No, I'm it was good. Pretty, it was pretty dramatic. Okay. I'm okay. You're okay. I'm okay. All right. Onward we move then. Let's go to Mr. Browser on the visually gifted side. The rest of you... Just keep listening. Uh, this from USA Today. Phthalates on the fast food menu? Chemicals linked to health problems found at McDonald's Taco Bell. Gross. Yeah. Well, we are a business food podcast. We've determined that before. Yeah. And we're going to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about today. Yeah. And I found this article interesting. Because haven't we always said that some of this food just tastes like plasticky? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is why. Yeah. Now we know. It says a new study shows that chemicals known as phthalates, which have been linked to health problems, have been detected in food from popular chains like McDonald's, Chipotle, and more. I thought Chipotle was supposed to be fresh. (laughs) Whenever I think of Chipotle, so if you haven't figured it out, because we reference it quite a bit, uh, Beth and I are powered by Family Guy. Yeah. I think think this podcast is actually a subsidiary (laughs) of them. But... uh, one of the cutaways they did was a Chipotle thing. And I, I just remember it. It's like Chipotle, somewhere between good and crap, Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of true. Yeah. It's like good, but it's not like magical. I don't know. Some people think the guacamole is like the best thing ever. I think homemade mm. guacamole is better than Chipotle. I was gonna say and our theirs gua- is expensive. Our guacamole is better. And theirs has been expensive yeah. for over a decade. Yeah. So it's not just an inflationary thing. Nope. Good guacamole, people. Lots of fresh avocado, obviously. Tomato. A little bit of cilantro. Some, well, not some, a ton of salt. And uh, a little bit of lime juice. Ooh, and maybe some jalapeno. And if you really want to make a fancy one, pomegranate. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's that's, actually really good. In that's Glock. true. We've done that a couple of times, but it's been a couple of years since we've done it. We saw pomegranate at the store today, though. We should get some. We did. All right. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. That would be fun. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So make some fresh guacamole. It's better. Anyways, peer-reviewed analysis was published this week in the Journal of Exposure Science and Environmental Epidemiology. I wanted to read that as like something else. I don't know why. Epidemicology. Yeah, that's different. Probably because that's, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, by researchers from George Washington University, the Southwest Research Institute, Boston University, and Harvard. 
The research includes items from McDonald's, Burger King, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Taco Bell, and Chipotle locations in San Antonio, Texas. Researchers obtained 64 food samples from hamburgers, fries, chicken nuggets, chicken burritos, cheese pizza from the chains. They found that over 80% of the foods contained a phthalate called DNBP, and 70% contained the phthalate DEHP. Both of the chemicals have been linked to reproductive health problems. Food containing meat, such as chicken burritos and cheeseburgers, had higher levels of the chemicals, while cheese pizza had the lowest. Uh, Laria? Laria Edwards, an author of the analysis and postdoctoral research scientist at George Washington University's Milken Institute School of Public Health, told USA Today that it's concerning to find these chemicals detected in the food we ingest. Phthalates are added to plastics to make them softer, and they can transfer from plastics used for food handling such as gloves, tubing, and more. They have been linked to reproductive problems, learning and attention problems in children and more, Edwards said. And the article goes on and on into a whole bunch of things that I don't care about. And we're going to talk about what I want to talk about today, but you get the point. And now you can look at me in this stupid hat somewhere. If you're visually gifted and apparently I'm told I have something on my face. There you go. Is it better now? Better. This is a sloppy episode. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. It's my birthday. Screw it. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have like a whole gummy bear stuck to your face or anything. That so. would be funny. Let's try that for segment three. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can get one to stick to your forehead. No, I was actually thinking I'd like a, this like logic behind my glasses or something. Okay. But then it would smear. Maybe you could get it to rest right in the bridge of your nose. Ooh. Well, these are ideas. Okay. They're stupid ideas, <laughs> but they're ideas nonetheless. Uh... <laughs> All right. So anyways, you know. I found this article interesting because they always used to say that you are what you eat. So apparently we're becoming plastic people now. Isn't it interesting though that so much of that stuff is leaching into the food apparently? I'm wondering where it's leaching into the food though. Is it, if they're detecting high enough levels, something tells me it's not just from the gloves from the person who's making the pizza. It's getting in there through the production chain making the shredded cheese or you know what I mean I feel like it has to be occurring at multiple points in the process is it happening at the factory farms are the animals themselves ingesting it that's a good point because they were saying that it was detected more in the meats so is this stuff getting into their food sources or is it how the meat is packaged like Could sometimes if you think about how cheese is packaged which it is packaged in plastic as well but um if you go to like the fresh case of meat it's more of like a saran wrap kind of plastic yeah it, i wonder if it is more porous and it leaches into said meat more or the meat is porous because it's obviously like a muscle maybe but yeah, I, I find it interesting that so much of this is leaching into the food. And this is just my observations. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I did not stay at the Holiday Inn Express. So what do I know? I'm just some dude with a podcast. But it seems to me that every year 
we find more and more people having some sort of health issue or some sort of disorder or some sort of something. Yeah. I've lost track, for example, of the number of females that I know that all of a sudden have MS. It's a crazy amount. Yeah. Um, you know, all of the, the kids that suddenly have um, like ADD or autism. Speaking of uh, MS, I think I told you this, but real quick aside, I just read an article the other day and I don't remember where the article was posted because I read a lot of articles, but it was talking about um, if you had mono or the kissing disease when you were younger, like um, young adult or child, that especially females are um, increasingly more likely to develop MS later in life. A lot of the girls I knew growing up, like, grew up? <laughs> what wow. the hell? <laughs> A we lot need, of the girls we need I the knew for you. growing up, they done grew up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. See, I'm I'm officially older today, and the dementia is starting to set in. Maybe it's a form of MS. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't. What was I talking about? You were trying to make a point after I was talking about my. Oh, yeah, no, MS. just that a lot of the girls I knew growing up liked to kiss a lot. So, there you go. Now they all have MS. If it's, uh, if the kissing disease is a contributor, kind of like how chicken pox leads to shingles, mm -hmm. you know, those two, they made a correlation between. If there is a strong correlation there, I would think that the um, future generations would be better poised to not get it because at least interactions that are happening happening like before during right after school everybody's masked up and like kept at a distance from each other i'm not saying like you know people aren't still making out with each other but they'll they'll have some new funky disease that gets traced back to breathing dirty air through a mask yeah that's what'll happen there. They'll oh, have did you, limited lung capacity for sure. Did you hear about the super cold? Oh, you told me, you started to tell me something about that. Yeah, so this, I read several articles out of the UK and there was a couple in the United States. They're actively tracking right now what they call a super cold. And it is not related to the unspecified virus of unknown origin. Or the flu. Or the flu. But apparently it is so bad that um, some ERs are getting overwhelmed with it. And it's stuff like you've got a cough for like three weeks that won't go away. You've got um, like um, sinus issues that just won't give up. You have some breathing issues, but they're not they're not COVID related. Didn't All you actually things. say mm -hmm. you knew somebody? Obviously, don't want to say names, but knew somebody who had a really bad cough and was getting um, like steroid injections for it. Yeah. So a friend of mine, uh, yes, who shall remain nameless, is getting. Um, has got like a chronic cough that won't go away. Um, and they're getting uh, injections in their throat to try to deal with it. That and I actually, I actually told them, I said, hey, there's this thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's related, just something I read. <clears throat> but yeah. I get injections in my head. I can't imagine getting anything in my throat. No, thank you. No. But anyways, now that we're completely off track of the point I was trying to make, was I find it interesting that um, you've got all of these um, these people that more and more and more are having these disorders, diseases, stuff like that, 
and how much of it is just traced back to what we're eating because we eat like garbage oh yeah american food is not high quality food no ask anybody who comes to america from other countries and they will tell you our food is weird because it's not fresh it doesn't look right meat cases especially compared to other countries the freshness of the food and stuff that they get in uh in the meat departments it just it doesn't match up but if the stuff's coming through the meat well that kind of lines up with what they say well and everybody not to be conspiracy theory theorist here or anything like that but more people get sick they prescribe more drugs more medications are made for the illnesses and then all of that gets expelled through your body in some way shape or form and if they're not updating how they're filtering the water then where is where are all of those extra chemicals going yeah are they getting absorbed into the soil which is then growing more food are they you know yeah no we we've kind of messed up everything yeah but um you know now we know why fast food sometimes tastes weird and sometimes plasticky true story i don't i think i've told you this story but long time ago at least 20 years ago in a restaurant fast uh, not fast casual it was like a sit-down restaurant but it wasn't fancy it wasn't like you know 50 dollars a plate kind of place but i ordered whatever i ordered had mashed potatoes that came with it and as i was eating mashed potatoes there was this giant chunk of plastic in there so i you know brought it to the attention of my server and and all she said to me no apologies no anything she said oh that's because they come in a plastic bag and i was like what <laughs> she's like yeah they just cut open the plastic bag and squirt out the mashed potatoes i'm like ew <laughs> that was Yummy. almost more that was almost more offensive to me than the actual chunk of plastic that they missed and put in my food uh-huh. i was like um okay mashed potatoes aren't a hard like thing to do in a kitchen I don't think we've watched it together, but did you ever see European Vacation? No. Okay. So the Griswold family ends up in Europe on vacation, and they're sitting in Paris, and they're at this, like, outdoor cafe, and they order this food, and they cut to a scene of just a bunch of people in the kitchen opening up, like, these frozen dinners and popping them in the microwave, and that's what they're feeding them is, like, fine cuisine. Nice. So, yeah, that and bagged mashed potatoes. Yeah. You go, people. Yeah, fresher foods. It's just better. Learn to cook. If you don't know how to cook, go figure it out. It's fun. Yeah, it it's is enjoyable. Fun. We've been cooking forever now, and you know, we actually eat good and we eat cheaper than most Americans do. Yeah. So give it a try. All right, we're at like the twenty-minute mark for this segment now, so I should probably shut up. But we haven't talked about much either, so that's impressive. We talked about some things. We talked about plastic and foods. We did. And um, and we talked about poking out Vader's eye. Yeah. And um, and mashed potatoes. Yeah. That's the big three right there. We covered the big three. And it's my birthday, so who cares? I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. All right. Okay. We'll be right back.
Pick it up, pick it up, flip your caps backwards. Let me hit you up with some lyrics that'll grab you. Pull you into my world where you can see what's really happening. I was finna ask why, like why this and why that song. But Jada Kiss already did it. I just spit the facts, bro. Kick it like a ritual and dance around the campfire. The rhymes like a landmine. Watch your step. Wonder how whack rappers think they hot to death. I kinda giggle when I see them getting props and respect. The little bastards. At least they get their heads a little laughter. Welcome back for segment three of this wonderful birthday edition of the Soul of Wisdom. It is my birthday. You are hereby commanded to wish me a happy birthday by emailing me birthday at soulwisdom.com. That is S-O-U-L-E wisdom.com. And since I have like the sorcerer's hat on that my wife is forcing me to wear, I think it gives me authority to tell you that you must do this. That's fair. You must also like, you must also subscribe, you must also share, you must leave us a five-star review if you're on a place like Apple Podcasts. All these things that I've already said to you at least ten times this episode. That is all. Okay. Your wizard hath doth commanded you. Doeth it. <laughs> <laughs> Producer wife Beth, are you excited that it's segment three and that this is almost over and I get to take this hat off? Uh, you can leave the hat on. I'm not wearing it after this. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I was just going to say I'm more excited to turn the studio lights off because yeah, it's hot in here. It is. But you honestly think I'm going to wear this thing to dinner? No. No. I They'd kick you, me out. The place even, is fancy. You couldn't even get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. It's a good point. Uh, if we had a convertible, maybe, but no. Actually, you would think that Arizona would be like the place for a convertible. Oh, God, no, 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 no. So hot. 120 degrees and dust everywhere. You'd bake and be covered by the time you got to your destination. Yeah. No. No. A nice tin top with excellent air conditioning is exactly what you need. Yeah, I don't even want a sunroof. No. No. No, 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 no. Cover up all the windows you can with as much tint as legally allowed. Exactly. And maybe even some that isn't legally allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. It is segment three. I said we would talk about whatever the hell I wanted to talk about today. And I've got one more interesting story. Mr. Browser says that we are going to be talking about teen girls. No, it's not what you think. Okay. Okay. All right. Beth looks at me like, what are you doing? And now she, I, I trust you. Now she's, shaking, now she's shaking her head going, nothing surprises me nah. anymore. You're just a dirty old man. No, I didn't say that. You said that. No, you've said that before. Yeah, but not. I didn't say that right now. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You say it once, it sticks with a man. Oh. Yeah. Well, that means your memory is working. No. It, oh. It's imprinted now. It's not a memory thing. Oh. You hurt my soul. And not my S-O-U-L-E soul. My S-O-U-L soul. Your feeling? Yes, the one feeling I have left, you heard it. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if you know that, uh, dear younger listeners, but as you get older, you get less and less feelings until you reach a point where you're down to only one. Because, you know, they say, you hurt my feelings. No, eventually it's just feeling. You hurt my feeling. Singular. Yep. Just one. But no, in all seriousness, at least as serious as we're going to get today, a uh, Wall Street Journal article, Teen Girls Developing Ticks, Doctors Say TikTok Could Be a Factor. Well, at least they're rightly named. That's fair. Yeah. See? They they knew what they were doing when they called themselves TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. But it would have been funnier since it's like teenage girls if they called it TikTok. Ha ha. Ha ha. Yeah, see, younger person tot. Yeah, I get it. Ticks and humor me better. It's my birthday. Okay. 
Just be like, like, damn, that was funny. That was good. No. No. That's not quality humoring me. Anyways. I'll keep trying. The look on your face is like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anywho, what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah, this thing. Uh, teenage girls across the globe have been showing up at doctor's offices with tics, physical jerking movements, and verbal outbursts since the start of the pandemic. Movement disorder doctors were stumped at first. Tics with girls are rare. And these teens had an unusually high number of them, which had developed suddenly. After months of studying patients and consulting with one another, experts at top pediatric hospitals in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and the U.K., so all Western, like, um, you know, English countries, yeah. discovered that most, girl, most of the girls had something in common, TikTok. According to a spate of recent medical journal articles, doctors say the girls had been watching videos from TikTok influencers who said they had Tourette's syndrome a nervous system disorder that causes people to make repetitive, involuntary movements or sounds. No one has tracked these cases nationally, but pediatric movement disorder centers across the U.S. are reporting an influx of teen girls with similar tics. Donald Gilbert, a neurologist at Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center, who specializes in pediatric movement disorders and Tourette's syndrome, has seen about 10 new teens with tics a month since March 2020. Before the pandemic, the clinic had seen one, one a month at most. Specialists in other major institutions are reporting similar surges. Texas hospitals seen 60 teens. St. Johns Hopkins, a um, 10 to 20 percent of pediatric patients have described acute onset tick-like behaviors. Uh, between March and June this year, a hospital in Chicago said it saw 20 patients with ticks, up from 10 the full year before. UK's got a bunch of people. Article goes on and on. If you're on the visually gifted side, here's a wonderfully staged photograph of some uh, teen who has this, you can see her posing like, oh, I'm so damaged. And then the mom is like kissing her sympathetically and the dad's awkwardly putting his hand on her shoulder. And that's against a green screen. Yeah. So that was just weird. And uh, yeah, article goes on. I don't think we need to read it anymore. We've already read the, uh, the relevant information in my opinion. So they used to say, when I was a kid, that if you watch too much TV, you'll rot your brain. Yeah. Maybe they were right. I was told that if I sat too close to the TV, I would go blind. Well, you're already blind. You sat too close, didn't you? No. Although I do remember it back in the day, the old school TVs, if you got really close, you could see the different colors. Oh, yeah. No, that was that was the fun part. You get yeah. really close and you see the little, little bubbles The red and the, the blue and the green. Yep. yep. The RGs and the Bs. Good stuff. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, again, just damaged people everywhere. Is there nothing that we're doing that's, like, good for us at this point? No. Social media, in general, is questionable. But the thing that struck me in this article is humans naturally mimic behavior that they see. So if you surround yourself by people who are behaving badly, you're going to start behaving badly. 
it's kind of the thing that you know you'd see it on sitcoms and they talk about how important it was for little Johnny to have better friends and all of that sort of thing. But it's true because if you're around a group of people, uh, just the way they phrase things and the words they use and all of those things, eventually you adopt into your own world and your own persona and you start acting, you imitate people. Um, Some people are, I believe, more susceptible to that than others. And again, not a doctor. This is just from watching people over the years. Um, If you've ever had a friend or an acquaintance or someone who you notice they act totally different around one group of of people than they do another. And it makes me think that just those people who are more susceptible are like in this case, they're watching something. So it's starting to integrate into their own behavior. Yeah, that's that seems to be what's happening, but you raise a good point about how you adopt what you see and what you hear. Um, if you've been in a marriage long enough, you know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, you know, Beth and I have adopted each other's vocabulary in so many ways. One of the things that you say a lot, Beth, is the word no, but not when you mean no. You'll say it like, I made a good point, no? Yeah, as a or question. Like I say it as a question. Yeah, you say it as a question. And and after about a year together, I'm doing it too. Yeah. And that's just that what I do now. Like, no? Makes it sound like we've only been together a year, but No, we've been together a century. But it only <laughs> took me about a year to Yeah. To do that. Um you know, you've asto- you've adopted some of my stupid phraseology. I like to make up words. and phrases and like bend stuff around number one because it's fun number two because it keeps my child guessing Mm -hmm. uh but beth actually just plays along and she uses half the vocabulary now too yeah and we're not going to share any of it here because most of it isn't appropriate (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay but no it's it's interesting to me that you know social media is now to the point where it's screwing up brain cells yeah that that we can now see it physically well remember when you were little again we're aging ourselves but it used to be a serious thing that you would have only a certain amount of screen time mostly because at least for me when i was little we only had one tv in the house so you didn't get unlimited screen time because you had to share and there were certain things that were not negotiable, like the, if the news was on, the news was on. Um, in my house, Jeopardy was a non-negotiable, yep. things like that. So you kind of had to play to the pace. And back when I was a kid, we weren't put in front of the TV as a babysitter. It was given to you as more of a reward. Yeah, no, same thing here. I got Saturday morning <clears throat> cartoons, for example. We didn't even have our 13-channel cable television until I was about 10 years old. Before that, it was it was the um, three main networks, and on a good day when the weather was just so, we might get the PBS station. Yeah. And that was it. But, you know, now there's a TV in every room, and if there isn't, you can bring your laptop, and if your laptop's not available, just grab your phone while you're sitting on the toilet. Yep. All entertainment all the time, and it's it's becoming clearer and clearer that so many of the things that we're doing to ourselves, uh, humans aren't meant to to uh, be able to deal with. Yeah. You know, between the plastics and the food, and the uh, ticks from the talk, 
<laughs> yeah. We're just screwing ourselves up something severe. Um, you know, we've talked about having like TikTok accounts for like Art and Soul or the Abstract Soul, our art and our jewelry businesses. And <clears throat> there's part of me that still wants to do it, but there's part of me that kind of has a pause now because if a platform's screwing up people this bad I, you know yeah then you ask the question whether or not it's a place you want to be but it's also not necessarily our responsibility to make sure people aren't screwing themselves up that's kind of on them but i will say that um as parents perhaps we all need to be a little more cautious about what our kids are partaking because you got to wonder too if they've if so many of these girls have had had this happen to them just how much screen time were they really getting in front of the tiktok the article didn't really say like well they're consuming this many hours a day or whatever but are they like living on it i will say if just from people that i watch in videos on youtube and a lot of them are full-grown adults like at least 30 years of age and up and there's a lot of people even in that age group that very adamantly proclaim that they're addicted to tiktok and they watch it all the time and i am not an avid tiktok user i am an avid youtube user but not tiktok but it seems like it's just i don't know if it's the shorter versions of the videos or the flashy i i have no idea but it seems like everybody who starts using it just gets hooked the only time I've even looked at TikTok was when we worked with that one young lady who wanted to feature our products. Yeah. And she did a good job for us. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, other than that, I haven't been there. <laughs> I yeah. just, but you know what? I'm not a, I'm not a young girl either. So, whatever. Anyways, it's just it was it was interesting to me again. Yet another thing that should be a cause for pause where we need to sit back and say, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, between, I, that's my birthday. I get to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. <clears throat> In the end, we kind of ended up talking about the same damn sort of things that we always talk about. Kind of, you know, government overreach, something food related in this case, which was like plastics and food and then how we're breaking ourselves. Yeah. That's not a whole lot different. No. What the hell is it going to take to have a joyous show? We got to work on this. But I don't, but again, I don't know because everything's really broken and I, I'm more of an advocate for we need to fix stuff so we can get our country back. Maybe we can find something special to talk about on Sunday for Halloween. Ooh, that's true. The Sunday discussion is on Halloween. Yeah. We can make it a pooky episode. Ooh, spooky. So we always turn down the studio lights on Sunday. Maybe we turn down all of the lights and just have the blue in the back from the shelving. We could turn it purple. Okay. It is LED. It is changeable. Yeah. Or we could go orange or something like that. Make it Halloween-y. That's an idea. We're going to work on that, dear listener. But only if you're visually gifted. Otherwise, you don't care. That's true. But we've we've actually said though, you should you should try being visually gifted. You might like the show even more. But don't give up your subscription to the podcast. Yeah. Have both. <laughs> then it gets you gets us doubly out there, and you should listen to us twice too. Okay. 
Mommy listened to us twice the other day. Well, yeah. Yeah. But Mommy loves us. Yeah. But she did. Our our dear mother listened twice, and she, she made a point to let us know that, too. Yeah. Like, I'm hooking you up by listening to you twice. I'm like, did you not understand it the first time through? Because <laughs> I'm sarcastic like that. <laughs> but she's like, no, I'm just trying to be nice. Like, okay, sorry. Go on no trouble. And then I backed away slowly. And we're such a techie house that she was like walking around with her wireless uh, headphones on. And... That's true. That's true. <laughs> she's walking around the house listening to the podcast. And then you sneak up behind her. She's like all surprised. Like, ah, that's a good sign. Good yeah. time. All right, I have rambled enough, and we need to get ready to go to dinner. Yes. Because dinner. Dinner. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Yes, happy if birthday to you. If you also share a birthday on October 29th, happy birthday to you. I believe it's Winona Ryder who has also got an October 29th birthday. I think she's one of the official celebrities that I share a birthday with. Beth is now looking up the yeah. list, so I guess the... The show's going to drag on. She's giving me the whole extended motion with her hands right now. So I'd like to tell you a story about a bridge. Ooh, Bob Ross. Oh, Bob Ross, really? Yeah, Me. and Winona Ryder. Yeah, I knew the Winona Ryder one, but I didn't know Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Nice, he's dead. He is. Gabrielle Union. Okay. Um, there's a lot of people on here I don't know. I'm just telling you once you do know. Tovlo. Okay. Um, again, a lot of people I don't know. <clears throat> the further down the list I get, the less I know these. Oh, Beth Chapman. Oh, the... Dis do dogs, do doggy dis bounty hunter. Deceased wife. Deceased wife, yes. That is it. Okay. That was a couple. The Bob Ross one's interesting. Yeah, so I think I think in order of fame, I probably rank below Bob Ross, but maybe at this point ahead of Winona Ryder. Yeah, maybe. At least until another episode of or another season of Stranger Things comes out. Yeah. Then she'll leap back ahead of me. Yeah. But at the moment I'm putting out new content and she's not, so I, I rank ahead. Yeah. But nobody's ever going to beat Bob Ross. No. Yeah. All right. On that note, dinner. Dinner. I want my dinner. We'll let you know what I had on Monday. Yeah. Maybe, if I remember. I probably won't remember. I'll try to remind you. Because I'll probably have like one glass too much of, uh, of some nice cocktail or something, and it'll all be a blur. Yeah. But somehow, somehow we'll survive it. Yeah. With like a $500 bill, probably. And we'll follow it up with like... An adult coffee or a port or something like that. You never know. They have ice wine on the menu, I saw. Ooh, yeah. I haven't had ice wine in years. I know, it's been a long time. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Wish us luck, folks. It was a pleasure speaking you today. Speaking to you today? Speaking, speaking with you today? Yeah, speaking you. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been drinking. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> no, seriously, though. It's been fun. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today. 
Beth and I are having a lot of fun doing these things, so it makes my birthday just that much better. So thanks a ton. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, rate, all those things. You can find us at soulwisdom.com, and we will see you on Sunday, Halloween, for what just might be a special, different kind of Sunday discussion. You guys take care. See ya.